Welcome to Straight Talk on Health. I'm your host, Dr. Chet Zelasko. Straight Talk on Health is a joint production with WGVU in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I examine the world of health, whether it's research that makes the news, another miracle diet, or a new food fad. I look at the science behind them and let you know whether it's real or not. You can check out the other things that I do on my website, drchet.com, and please sign up for my free emails. On the last podcast, I covered a study that demonstrated that isometric exercise may be associated with lower systolic blood pressure. Now, even though I covered the reasons for it from a physiological perspective, it still surprised me. The objective of this podcast is to examine the minimal amounts of exercise that have been associated with reducing the risk of cardiovascular mortality and the risk of cancer morbidity. Well, in case I haven't covered it recently, mortality is the death rate, while morbidity is the sickness or the disease rate. There are several cancers that are associated with sedentary living. The objective is to find just the right amount of exercise that can reduce the risk of developing those cancers. Now, it goes without question that more can be better, but in that 80% of the people don't exercise enough to really do themselves any good, we're trying to establish the minimal amount that may benefit reducing the risk of getting sick and dying. Let's look at the studies on exercise that can benefit your cardiovascular system in less time per day and can include the steps we may take in all physical activity. The typical recommendation for aerobic exercise is 10,000 steps per day. Now, Many scientists have examined that number for years to find the research on which it was based. Turns out, it was based more on marketing than on science. A Japanese company came up with the idea that we need to walk 10,000 steps a day. While completely made up, it has really stood as a standard for years until recently. Several studies have shown the actual number may be between 4,000 and 7,000 steps per day. This next study will help quantify it according to our minimalist approach. In a recently published study, researchers included data from 17 studies and over 225,000 subjects. They tracked the subjects for just over seven years to find out all-cause mortality and cardiovascular disease mortality. One more thing. The physical activity data were collected electronically as opposed to relying on some sort of mechanical device that can underestimate or overestimate the number of steps per day. They collected data from a variety of studies that all used electronic data tracking. After using a complex meta-analysis, the researchers used 3,900 steps per day as a baseline for the median risk of mortality. For every 500 additional steps per day, the mortality risk decreased 7%, and for every 1,000 additional steps per day, it decreased 15%. Now, as the number of steps increased, the cardiovascular and all-cause mortality risk decreased until you get to about 12,000 steps, and that's where it leveled off. So going with our theme of doing just enough to reduce our mortality rate, it would seem that about 4,000 steps per day, whether as part of your regular day or in addition to your everyday activity, gives you a baseline of protection. And what about time? What if we just don't even have the time to do 4,000 steps per day? 
Well, now we're going to switch from mortality to morbidity. In this next study, the objective is to reduce the risk of getting one of 13 types of cancer that are associated with sedentary living. Now, these cancers include colon cancer, breast, endometrial, kidney, myeloma, liver, and Nodge-Hodgkin lymphoma. This study was interesting for all kinds of reasons, but mostly because they specifically looked at subjects who claimed they didn't exercise regularly. The data were part of a sub-study of subjects that included the aforementioned risk accelerometry data. The participants reported no leisure time exercise and one or fewer recreational walks per week. However, to be sure, the researchers used a seven-day trial of wearing an accelerometer. Now, the purpose of the study was to test the relationship of unplanned vigorous activity to the diagnosis of cancers, especially those associated with the lack of physical activity. The researchers wanted to determine the dose of vigorous activity required to reduce the risk by 50% compared to maximal risk. They termed the activity Vigorous Intermittent Lifestyle Physical Activity, or VILPA for short. Well, what would count as VILPA? Walking up several flights of stairs, running to catch a bus, or fast walking through an airport to catch a flight. Even roughhousing with kids might qualify. There were just over 22,000 participants with a mean age of 62 years in the study. Over the six-plus years of follow-up, there were about 2,400 new cancer events with 1,100 diagnosed physical activity-related cancers. They analyzed the data to find out how much VILPA per day was beneficial. One-minute bouts and two-minute bouts revealed the same dose-response curve. The more one- to two-minute bouts of VILPA that totaled at least four and a half minutes per day, that's all, the lower the risk of developing cancer, especially a physical activity-related cancer. In the discussion, the researchers talked about organizing VILPA in a training program. Of course they would. Organize the random. We've looked at the amount of resistance training that helps reduce blood pressure, the minimal amount of steps needed to reduce mortality from cardiovascular disease, and now how to reduce the risk of some cancers by intense bursts of exercise. There seems to be no doubt that some exercise, even in one-minute intervals, can be beneficial. Nowhere in these research papers did they suggest that this was the way to train athletes. You're not going to be able to power lift, run a marathon, or ride a 100-mile bike race. They all require something we're trying to save. Time. All these studies tried to find the minimum time to show how it could be beneficial. I think they succeeded. Now, you could wait until it's put into an organized program, or you could just do it right now. As long as your doctor says you can exercise, take the clothes off the exercise bike clothes rack in your bedroom, jump on, and pedal as fast as you can for a minute. Do that a few times a day, and there is your VILPA work for the day. If your only goal is to prevent the risk of disease, this may be the way to begin based on the most recent research. You might find you like the way you feel and begin to do a little more. Who knows? But first, you have to begin. Now, as you might expect, I'm not that random of a person. 
So on those days when I focus on weight training, I do several one to two minute sprints on a stair climber or an exercise bike within about 10 minutes. On the days where I'm doing walking or cycling for 30 to 45 minutes, I incorporate isometrics in my cool down and ab work. The benefit of this latest research is that whether you do the minimum or you use the results to enhance your workouts, you are going to get some measurable benefit. And that's better than no benefit at all. Get off it and get after it, even just a few minutes a day. We're out of time for this show. Thanks for listening. This is Dr. Chet Zelasko saying, health is a choice. Choose wisely today and every day.